Hello, my name is Mark Cooter, and welcome to another podcast from our real estate and construction practice. Uh, today's podcast will be on hot topics with respect to 179D energy efficiency deductions. I would say to be sure to look out for future podcasts as an upcoming podcast will be on the 45L tax credit for multifamily and residential that is also applicable to some new laws that we've recently seen that we'll get into today. And we will also have some upcoming thought leadership pieces on this 179D topic that we'll be addressing today in our on our website in the future. As I said, my name is Mark Cooter. Uh, I am the uh, managing partner for the real estate and construction industry practice for Cherry Beckert. I want to welcome everyone today to this podcast, and I'm going to turn it over to our speakers. So the first one I'd like to to bring on is Ron Wainwright. Ron, you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Mark. Um, So welcome to all of our listeners today. We very much appreciate you joining us uh, for this podcast on 179 Cap D. Um, As Mark introduced me, I'm a strategic tax partner in the firm. I've been with Cherry Beckert uh, 12 years uh, and lead our energy practice, uh, which 179 Cap D falls within. Uh, So again, thank you for joining. Uh, I'll turn it over to one of my uh, colleagues and Bill Harvison for his introduction. Thanks, Ron and, and Mark for the intro. And, and again, thank you to, to everybody else uh, for, for tuning in and listening. Uh, yeah, as as Ron said, my name is Bill Harbison. Uh, I've been inside of the 179D um, realm for about seven years now. And, and, and before that, spent about 10 years in the construction industry, starting with uh, installing HVAC, going into uh, construction management, construction engineering, things like that. So uh, hopefully I can provide a, a unique point of view um, on on all these uh, incentives, but uh, in particular, the kind of uh, industries that we're trying to serve. Great. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Bill. So, Bill, uh, just so we can set the stage a little bit before we go into some recent changes, uh, there might be some people in our audience that are not exactly sure what we're going to be talking about today. So can you tell us exactly what is the 179D deduction as it relates to energy efficiency? Absolutely. And, and, and as you mentioned, there are a lot of exciting things to go through today. And I'm, I'm um, very uh, excited, as I said, to to jump in and get in all, all to those. But to the uninitiated, for anybody who hadn't heard about it before, uh, the, the 179D incentive is the Energy Efficient Commercial Buildings Deduction. And the idea behind it, uh, it was passed as part of the EP Act, the Energy Policy Act of 2005, uh, to incentivize the design and construction of energy efficient buildings. Um, And then it was further expanded in 2008 uh, when the government noticed that not only are these government buildings drawing a lot of power, but also that the AEC industry was particularly impacted by the the economic downturn of 2008. uh, in 2008, it got expanded so that any government entity could allocate a, a 179D deduction to an eligible designer. And I think that's uh, what we want to spend some time talking about today. Um, and then further expansion, um, you know, which we'll, we'll talk about here in a little bit. But uh, at the end of the day, the, the deduction amount uh, has been a maximum of $1.80 per square foot for an eligible project. So quite a bit of uh, potential benefit, especially when we talk about larger facilities like hospitals, schools, things like that. Um, you can imagine that the dollars add up pretty fast, um, but the the $1.88 or the $1.80, excuse me, is, is going away quickly. And that's, that's where I'll turn things over to Ron and, and talk about these new uh, expansions. 
Thank you, Bill. So, Ron, tell us a little bit about the new 179B as it relates to uh, the Inflation and Reduction, Reduction Act of 2022. So, Mark, as you know, and I hope our listeners know, there was a significant piece of tax legislation uh, that was signed, which is referred to as the Inflation Reduction Act of, of 2022. Uh, for uh, our purposes, we refer to it as IRA. Um, not to be confused uh, with the individual retirement account, because the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, it really is a monumental piece of, of tax legislation. And specifically within the legislation, um, funds nearly $370 billion uh, to ensure energy security, uh, reduce carbon emissions, uh, increases energy innovation, and, and really support of the uh, environmental uh, that we're fighting against from a standpoint of just overall energy, energy efficiency reduction and efficiency. Um, what we found in uh, Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, signed by the president on August 16th, uh, was that it relies heavily on the Internal Revenue Tax Code to advance really the deployment of clean energy technologies. And today we'll be specific to 179 Cap D, as Bill mentioned. Um, so when you think about 179 Cap D, it, it is uh, specific to commercial building construction. It, uh, as Bill highlighted, was part of the Energy Policy Act of 2005 and has been extended since 2005, but, but was made permanent in the statute. Um, so there's really a lot of uh, what I would say energy, pun intended, around 179 Cap D. And so there's some key things we want our listeners to know about. Probably the first and most important when you look at the Inflation Reduction Act 2022 is it takes that $1.80 which was indexed based on inflation. Currently, if you were to uh, place a building in service, a commercial building in 2022 would be $1.88. It moves that $1.88 to $5 a square foot, uh, depending upon the energy efficiency of the building. And so what do we mean by that? We mean that uh, we model, uh, and it is a requirement with respect to the energy efficiency deduction that you model the building against certain standards. Those standards are ASHRA standards, and the Inflation Reduction Act has a standard of 90.1-2007. Probably most importantly, we want our listeners to know that previously, so to speak, old law, so for taxable years ending prior to December 31 of 22, you had to model, and the energy efficiency of that commercial building had to be in excess of 50% of the ASHRAE standard. Uh, the Inflation Reduction Act uh, lowered that from 50% to, to 25%. So it, it really broadened it substantially while simultaneously increasing that dollar eighty uh, upwards of, of $5 a square foot. Um, it also, which is very important to some of our listeners, expanded 179 Cap D eligibility to tax exempt entities. Uh, so as we'll talk about uh, an architect and engineering firm having the ability, if they're doing design and energy efficiency for a governmental entity, as Bill highlighted, uh, at federal, state, local level. Uh, now, if you're doing that design work uh, for tax-exempt entities, you may also receive that, uh, quote, transfer of the energy efficiency deduction. Uh, it also removed what were referred to as partial deductions and some 
interim lighting and garages. So previously, if you had interim lighting in a garage, you were eligible for the 179 cap D. That changes effective January 1 of 23. And it also removes what's called the kind of the partial deductions. Um, so instead of a, a, a zero to quote 60 cents, it, it's now really more of the dollar uh, per square foot. Um, there's also some interesting uh, prevailing wage and apprenticeship requirements. And so if you study uh, the IRA and the Individual uh, Inflation Reduction Act, um, there were some key concepts in there around prevailing wage and what are called apprenticeship programs to earn this so-called bonus up to $5 a square foot. And now, there is guidance that will be forthcoming, but basically what it wanted to do in a prevailing wage was to ensure that a taxpayer was, in essence, hiring laborers and uh, mechanics, if it was an insulation, around a prevailing wage during, during the construction of the project um, or during the uh, relative uh, credit period. And then there's some apprenticeship programs as well that uh, require a taxpayer to ensure that basically uh, no less than the applicable percentage uh, was also part of some qualified apprenticeship programs really building out um, that trade, uh, if you will. Uh, there's also three to four year resets is what it's referred to. So previously, if you claim the 179 cap D, that was kind of a one and done. Uh, but now you can go backwards in time um, and reset the dollar 80 now moving to $5 a square foot um, every three to four years. So that's very important to know for our listeners. And then the last item really around 179 cap D was what's referred to as the bonus deductions and, and qualified plans. And we don't have time to go into the, the detail of that, but know that it's an energy cost reduction versus an energy intensity reduction, whereby in a qualified plan, you're eligible to obviously claim that, that 179 cap D energy efficiency deduction. So a lot of changes in the individual um, or the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 to pay attention to. Uh, for our architect and engineer listeners, as well as our owners of commercial buildings, um, it is going to be a substantial change in regards to the tax planning and benefit for those uh, commercial buildings place and service in 2023 um, and beyond. Great, Ron. So just to sum up, lower the standard and increase the, the benefit. That's that's what uh, we just heard you say, and that's that's a great uh, great opportunity for a lot of our our uh, taxpayers out there. Uh, Bill, sure. so uh, how, how do we, let's talk a little bit about how how do how does one qualify for the one seventy nine D? What what hoops are we going to need to jump through to to make sure we qualify and are able to take this benefit that Ron just described? Well, the short answer there is, is Mark, that we will jump through them for for you as a as a taxpayer. Um, Cherry Becker, we provide the services to um, navigate this process. Uh, and, you know, uh, I think Ron alluded to the the fact that that this is a complex process. Um, there's a lot to it. That being said, um, you fall into two main buckets as far as a, a potentially qualifying party. First and foremost, and this is this is who the deduction was originally intended for in 2005, a commercial building owner. If you have uh, purchased, constructed, upgraded, expanded upon a commercial building since 2005, 
you can qualify to claim a 179D deduction. Um, and so uh, if you've done any kind of relevant upgrades, uh, HVAC work, I sure hope you've done some work to your building since 2005. Um, and if you have, you can qualify for, for 179D. The other part, uh, the other the other half of, of a qualified party, and this is the, I think, really exciting part as part of the, the IRA of, of 2022, is that now just about any commercial building can qualify. Uh, there was that large void there for a long time where you had these tax-exempt buildings, nonprofit hospitals, churches, private schools, things like that, where these large deductions were available, but no one could claim them. But now, because of that, if I'm an architect, engineer, qualified design builder, energy service provider that provides some sort of design for these tax exempt buildings. These deductions can be passed on to me uh, by, by an eligible party at the, uh, at the tax exempt entity. So if you're an architect, engineer, et cetera, if you've done uh, work for a private for-profit corporation, that person or, or party can claim a 179D deduction and you should absolutely let them know about it and as a way to, to recruit some costs. Or if it is a tax-exempt building, again, being private, nonprofit, or government-owned, you can yourself claim that deduction uh, using, of course, the, the prescribed 179D process. So the market's a very long way of saying what should I do? How do I qualify? Well, if you fall into one of those two buckets, you should absolutely reach out to, to Cherry Beckard and, and we can provide a no cost evaluation of your projects, whether it's construction that you yourself conducted or, or engineering services that you provided to, to one of these uh, tax exempt entities. Uh, there's a lot of um, questions to ask, a lot of boxes to check, but those are the, the things that we do during that evaluation. So again, um, if, if you think that you could possibly fall into one of these buckets, let us know, and we'll let you know if, if we think the 179D um, is going to be an appropriate uh, fit for you. Um, and, and so with that said, um, I think Again, there's a there's a lot more to it, but um, if if you've done those services at any time in the past several years, if you plan to provide those services, if you have any projects that are going to come online in the next year or so, let us know and we'll take a look. And, and again, we can provide that evaluation as well as an, a pretty accurate uh, potential deduction amount for you. All right, thanks, Bill. So we've talked a little bit about what the 179D is and now how to qualify. Ron, what does somebody need to look for in a provider and somebody to, to help them through this process? Well, I would indicate that you need to begin to evaluate, even though the new and enhanced and expanded provisions of 179 Cap D take effect January 1 of 23, to the extent that uh, an A&E firm and or a developer of a property uh, is currently in the design phase, you will want to go ahead and evaluate uh, the new law and we can assist you in running that model for you to ensure that you are maximizing the deduction to the, to the $5 a square foot. Um, there is a lot of complexity as was mentioned. Uh, so there were you know, substantial changes within quote, the modeling of 179 Cap D uh, compared to the old law. Um, but we uh, have the experience uh, as well as the accounting experience to ensure that you're meeting all of the required 
uh, provisions in the new statute to maximize that that five dollars a square foot. Um, again, there are uh, a number of new requirements. I mentioned the prevailing wage. I, I mentioned some of the apprenticeship programs, um, and I mentioned that you know the, really the base deduction. Uh, where it started at 60 cents a square foot previously now starts at at 50 cents building up to that dollar a square foot uh, and then there's that what was often referred as the bonus deduction um, that will get you up to uh, to 250 per square foot or in essence five times times your base and then again if you meet certain requirements um, in the energy efficiency, you will obtain the $5 per square foot. So a lot of complexity in the IRA that we would want to model now so that as you are in the design phase or the development phase, you can appropriately make changes to ensure that you're at that $5 uh, a square foot uh, deduction, whether you're an AE&E firm looking for that transfer to you or whether you are developing, constructing the building and are eligible uh, with respect to 179 Cap D. One item I will mention is that in uh, May of, of this year, uh, the Internal Revenue Service, really prior to the passage of the uh, IRA, uh, issued what is referred to as an audit technique guideline for 179 Cap D. Uh, that will be one of our upcoming uh, podcasts, as well as thought leadership uh, articles. Um, as Mark communicated, we, uh, along with this podcast, have a uh, thought leadership article coming out that actually will describe and does describe what was the old legislation, what is the new legislation effective January 123. Um, so, you need to begin to think about that now and Cherry Beckard, and we are here to help and assist you, um, whether it's a, a project that's going to be placed in 23 or 24. Uh, we're already interfacing with uh, A&E firms as well as our clients uh, to ensure that they're maximizing um, given the expansion of the deduction. All right. Thank you, Ron. So that concludes our podcast for today on the new 179D energy efficiency deduction rules. I appreciate everyone joining us. Uh, as I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, please look forward to another podcast on the 45L credit, which will has uh, benefits to both multifamily and residential developers and, uh, and, and people improving their property. And uh, that's it for, for, for me. I'll turn it over to Ron to make any final comments. Thank you, Mark. Um, we hope this uh, podcast has been informative. Remember that there is a lot of complexity coming out of IRA around 179 Cap D and then 45L, which is the multi-residential credit. But what I would walk away with is remember that IRA uh, puts $370 billion in direct investments uh, with respect to energy uh, provisions uh, within the tax law that we wanna make sure that our tax uh, listeners um, are taking advantage of and uh, plan now uh, for those uh, commercial buildings that are going in service or from an a &E firm, the transfer of the deduction that takes effect January 1 of 23. So thank you for attending. Bill? Uh, Ron and, and, and Mark, thank you again for, for uh, adding me to our conversation today. Um, I, I can say that 
as a member of the AEC industry, uh, both uh, you know as a, as a practitioner, but also as an advocate, I can say that this is probably the most exciting time that I've had in, in my career here. Um, watching this powerful incentive get expanded and the, the businesses that it's going to affect is, is going to be a, a great couple of years coming up. Um, so I, I hope we get to be a part of, of you, the, the listeners, journey through this 179D practice and, and um, encourage you to, to reach out with, with questions. Uh, that's what we're here for. Thanks again.